Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I'm going to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so you know that you don't mom alone. This is a special bonus episode with this week's guest, counselor, speaker, author, David Thomas. And in this little short snippet, I mean, he and I just kept talking and that's why we decided to make this a bonus episode. He's going to share some thoughts on screen time, something that I know in our home of boys can often become a cause of conflict between myself and them. And so David has some helpful tips and advice and encouragement for us moms. Let's get right to it. Here we go. Okay. Help us moms out because I hate, 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 hate video games, but they love them. And I've noticed two of our boys that are constantly fighting actually bond over video games and have some, a common conversation that I find them going to. And it's actually positive, like laughing emotions, (laughs) like happy emotions. And, and then again, in the pandemic, it was like the social connection point that they had for months at a time was playing with friends on video games, but I know it is not healthy for them to be on it all the time. So reduce that limits, but I feel like even the limits are extending. So help like in your experience, if I could say, Hey, I talked to this counselor and he said the research shows, <laughs> or maybe take the guilt away from us that like, I don't know. I just, what insight do you have around screens and boys? I would say, first off, of course you observed that it was bringing them together. And I think it absolutely can do that. And it's where we simply can't say it's just all bad. And Mm -hmm. as you described, secondly, during this pandemic, it was at one time the only way a boy could connect with peers was through technology. And so thank goodness it was the only way I could do my job at the beginning of this the only way I could meet with families was through Zoom. Telehealth was the only option on the front side. So I'm I'm incredibly grateful, but I also share your frustration with it and how easily boys can get pulled into the vortex of technology and you know how moving Im- images on a screen will always capture his attention better and different than words on a page. So they're moths to a flame with it. It is all about limits, as you said. I will say as a, a, a quick tool and resource for any parent listening, There is uh, a great resource online. If you were to go to the American Academy of Pediatrics, the AAP website, they have a family media time calculator that is an outstanding resource where you can plug in, you know, the number of hours a kid spends in school and extracurricular activities and your family time. You kind of plug in all the parts of your week together as a family and based on development and your family's rhythms will spit out a useful amount of screen time. And again, this is not anybody's opinion. This is pediatricians. And so it's those who understand <laughs> like the brain research. and body of boys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah. a great tool there. I would also say the very thing that you observed happening between siblings and hold on moms, as I say, this could also happen with your son. And so I do challenge moms often play a little with him. Let him teach you some of it. I think one, if anything, it'll help the two of you laugh together. And what could be a tense season of adolescence in particular too, I don't ever think we're making a mistake when we step deeper into our kids' world and their interest. And so it's a great opportunity to do that and open up some conversation about what he loves as well. 
My favorite as a family is Among Us. If you all haven't played Among yes. Us with your kids. Will you, you talk about it? Because I think moms need to hear this. Well, so each of us had a device. During the pandemic, we bought six different chairs outside around a fire pit. And so we each had a device and we were around the fire pit. And you go in there and you can have it be a game where it's just the six of you or whatever your family is, the four of you, five of you. And you have a little character and the game decides that one of you or if you have a lot of people, two of you are the imposter. You're pretending to be workmen or crewmates and you're not. And you're trying to figure out who the imposters are. Now they're killing, but it's like little cartoons. It's not, it's silly. Yes. And you're trying to vote and see who you think the imposters are. And it's interactive. You're sitting there, you're talking. You're If you've ever played Mafia, it's kind of like yes. Mafia. Yes. Um, but in a video game version. And so we've enjoyed that. I have, you know, asked them, to teach me about Fortnite and right now they're into Roblox. And I mean, I listen to what they're talking about. I try to learn what they're talking about. They know I'm not a huge fan, but <laughs> I do my best. And that's what I call an Olympic gold medal in mother and boys right there. Like good for you. Good for you. And that you were checking all those boxes of being interested in what they love and engaging something that's very much a part of their world. And I think too, you know, if we were to come out of this context of technology, like my wife loves to garden. I despise it. Like at the end of the day, <laughs> it's just another version of yard work to me. And yet yeah. it is one of her greatest passions. And so I'm not expecting to wake up and fall in love with that ever. <laughs> but when I enter into it, it is a very bold statement to her about how much I value our relationship. So I think it can accomplish that for boys in a needed way. And then I would say too, because boys are so hungry for screen time, that's kind of back to the stories piece. Trade out often, you know, the the screen time of just playing video games with watching a movie. So that's mm. that's a great way. I talk a lot about how can we use technology to our advantage more? It is a part of our kids' lives. It's here to stay. But how can we make it work more for us so that you don't feel some of that same uh, and guilt about kids being in front of a screen when we're watching a movie as a family and then having some rich conversation around it afterward. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, I feel like it can go from quote unquote video game time, screen time to then movie slash YouTube watching yes. screen time. I feel yes. like it's just kind of all just a lot. And it's a lot more in dirt during the winter. It's always more anyway, which is tricky. And then you've got the post video game time when the screens go off, the brains go nuts. Yes. I just expect the next 30 minutes, there's going to be chaos. Yes. I hear that so often. I will say this. it You know, we're all looking for any evidence of where we can take our experience and our learning from the pandemic forward when we are more fully on the other side of this. And I do think one good thing it's done for all the hard is that we've never any other time in history been as required to kind of be creative and intentional with working with so little. And I love, I've, I've heard countless families say like, we've never cooked together as much. We have never done as much outdoors because it was the only thing we could do. You know, yeah. all we could do was go on a family hike. All we could do is walk the dog. All we could, I've talked to so many families who dug a fire pit in their backyard because it's all we could do. And my great hope is that when we can do more, we're still going to be doing some of these things. We got really creative and I think remind our, reminded ourselves as parents, like we're more resourceful than we think. 
And our kids are more resourceful too. And so let's keep flexing those muscles as we go forward and as the world opens up more. That's good. A couple things I wanted to highlight from that conversation is David mentioned the American Academy of Pediatrics, their family media time calculator. When I Googled it, it actually is hosted over at healthychildren.org, which is powered by pediatricians. What I thought was cool is you go in, you put your family name, you put in each kid has like a little profile and you select their age. And it starts off and it basically just shows all screen time and sleep and maybe one hour of physical activity, which for like my nine-year-old said that he could play 12 and a half hours. But what you do is you then plug in other things like school. How many hours are they at school? How many hours do they spend on homework? How many hours for eating meals and getting ready and reading and different activities? And you'll slowly see the screen time gets shorter and shorter and shorter. They also have a a button to make a family media use plan. And I think that's kind of a plan to all get on the same page about what's a healthy way to use screens. Like, should we have screens in our rooms or not? And when should we be on them? And how can we do this better together? So like in the episode I did with Andy Crouch, it was the episode 208 called Time and Space for Flourishing in a Tech World. His focus was, it's not to make technology the enemy, but how do we flourish? How does it add to our life instead of taking away from the good things in our life? I'm curious to hear in the midst of the pandemic, what creative things have y'all done as a family Let me know on Instagram or send me a message, comment to the post that goes with this episode. Speaking of the show notes post, I put in there some links to the games we mentioned in this episode, Among Us, Mafia, Fortnite, Roblox. And what games are your kids interested in? Have you asked them questions about those games? Is that hard for you? Is it kind of like David gardening with his wife that we do these things because someone we love loves them. Thanks y'all for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for listening to this bonus episode. Meet me back here on Monday. I have a special, special guest, my husband, Bruce. And I think what he has to share is only going to add to the conversation David and I had about helping our boys process their emotions. Bruce is going to share his own experience with learning how to do that. And I think it's a great model for our husbands and for our men in the making. All right. Meet you back here then. Adios.